0: good evening podcast listeners and good evening nick and good evening rjc how are we warm very well (laughs) thank you i'm loving the weather Uh, oh it's brilliant all our international listeners we are basking in sunshine and and even light breezes here in in the uk so it's beautiful so um we've got a a different format tonight um at the weekend um we had an event where 10 people gathered outside and uh, we played three games on Saturday, um, at 10 players. And in each round, we had three rounds. In each round, you had to use a different army from a specified choice. So um, what we had on view was 30 armies. Um, and each of us on the podcast played three, uh, three games. And uh, Nick, what was uh, round one? Can you explain round one to give me a break? <laughs> round one was
1: one that was uh, suggested, um, I think, for a competition last year by Aid Nash. I think it was a council Divisors tournament, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, where the the theme was, uh, was called Augustus to Romulus Augustulus, twenty seven BCE to four seventy six CE. Um, and the army selection was was restricted to armies and enemies that fought for or against Rome between those dates. So you can you pick from the the classical PDFs and some of the early medieval PDFs. But the the, the main criteria you know, they had to fight for or against Rome. So you know, obviously picking a Roman army, dead easy. Um, and of course, the uh, the opponents in in the PDFs, kindly supplied by Richard um are easy on that one
0: um but just, just have to be a bit careful that some of them fitted in the dates <laughs> now, now how many armies did you reject as you were the list checker until i got one that was actually correct for the period <laughs> i think um i wanted to use Pompeian numidian missed the date i wanted to use <laughs> my thracians you said they weren't they were neither in the in the period i was saying they were neither Enough of an enemy or enough of an ally. I, I actually a rumble. <laughs> my, my third choice of lists, I got one past the gatekeeper. Okay, well, we'll, we'll come on to that later. So uh, thanks for that, Nick. Good <laughs> list writing
2: practice for me. And then in round two, what was round two, Richard? So round two was... Vikings, wasn't it? So age of the Vikings. Age yeah. of the Vikings. Uh, we had, we bring up in detail, we date 793 to 10s, so basically the Vikings.
0: Right, and then round three, I, I don't have the details in front of me, but it was basically the, um, sort of the expansion of, of Norman knights and the Christian um, Christian militarism. So it was basically Christian armies and base, well, non-Christian armies who fought yeah. each other, between basically 1066 and I don't know late 1300s. yeah late 13th century so 30, uh, so nearly uh, yeah so um, that was that and there was again there was a specified list so what we're gonna do tonight in the podcast is um, uh, Richard uh, Nick and I are going to um, go through each of our games talk about our own list and our opponent's list how the games went um, and and um, you know, obviously, you're all keen, to, listeners. You're all keen to know who was uh, who was talented, who was competent, and who was merely mediocre in the uh, in the tournament at the weekend. So uh, we'll, we'll come on to that later. And then, Nick, could you tell our listeners because we think it'd be quite good if they went straight to the resources online to look at what we're talking about. It may well help. So, what address will they find the uh, all the resources talking about all the lists?
1: Okay, yes, all, all the lists from the competition are going to be up, not just our lists. So you'll you have 30 lists to look for. Um, it'll be the, you know, and I, I would certainly recommend you, uh, if you can, have a, sort of have it open at the same time you listen to this podcast because you'll be able to see better what we're talking about. Um, found, found on my blog, it'll be the um, top um, posting for the next few days. Um, and the website is gamer at the end of time dot and that's gamer dash at dash the dash end dash of dash time dot blogspot.com
0: i probably should have gone for a slightly easier one to describe than having all those dashes
1: seem to be the way it worked
0: and that and that website address will be on the uh, on the notes attached podcast that you're listening to so um right um well without further ado. Um, Oh, I suppose I should mention that for those people who frequent tournaments, the draw was slightly different. Um, we we put everyone into, uh, well, there's only 10 players and we put the 10 players into three pools of people who frequently play each other. So Nick, Richard and I and Lance were in one of the pools because in round one, we didn't want to end up playing someone who we played last Thursday. So that was that was the first thing. And then so you, the only rule, in, it was a random draw, but you couldn't play someone who's from your club, for want of a better word. Um, after that, each round, there was no modified Swiss chess or Swiss chess system, which uh, I'm sure many, many of you are familiar with. Um, it was a random draw each round, and the only rule then was you couldn't play someone you'd already played. So what it meant was... Um, I think the distribution of games uh, was wider and I, 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 I think the feedback from the, the people who were there was it was, a, it was good. You wouldn't want to do it every time you have a competition, but it was certainly a nice change to the usual Swiss chess. Richard, do you agree with that?
2: I certainly would, yes. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought
1: it was, yeah, it, was a, it was a nice change. I, I'd, I'd be quite happy to play a competition with
0: that again. You know, but again, as you say, maybe not every time. It's nice to just mix these things up, OK? Yeah. And also the challenge of the tournament, tournament event was that you had to bring three different armies. Now, I'll just before we start on the detail, the biggest challenge for me was I kept looking for units. That were in another army that I brought that weekend. You know, when I was playing my game, so I'm playing with my Thracians, thinking, where the bloody hell are those? You know, so it was quite, it's quite a challenge. That, um, and uh, so, so we started with uh, bacon sandwiches, uh, very traditional English thing to do. So bacon sandwiches at uh, at eight thirty in the morning, and then we we cracked on, and some people had driven, you know, two two and a half hours to get there, and uh, and then we cracked on, and. Uh, what we're going to do, Nick, the format is that we're going to talk about Richard's game in round one, your game in round one, my game in round one, and then rinse and repeat for the three rounds. But I suppose as a resource, I'd just like to stress that our listeners have got access to 30 competition. So that's 30 lists that some mad person decided was good enough to take to a competition. So it's a lot. that's a big resource, especially for newer players who are looking to make maximum. So without further ado,
2: Richard, your round one. So in, in round one, I chose a Dacian army uh, and I ended up fighting a Numidian army. So starting mm. with the Dacian army, this was the army of Decibelus uh the dacian king who fought uh trajan and it had a bastarni ally so um this, uh, this is uh, actually dated 82 which is a bit earlier than this would be the wars of, against Domitian rather than against trade trajan technically um so the army command structure it had a talented commander a talented Bastarnae ally, command uh, general, and then two competent subjects. So I've gone for the full 14-card selection for uh, the army. Um, Now, the Dacian list, it's worth noting, the terrain types are mountains and forest. Um, So they're both sort of difficult-type terrain um, choices. The army also had a poor, unfortified camp. I'll uh, just like that. So, um, with the selection, the army has six PBS cards and two scouts. Um, but it's an army that generally I'm not bothered about if my opponent uh, outscouts me. Um, as it turned out, um, I don't believe I was, I can't remember the exact percentage, but I wasn't too badly outscouted in the day. Um I chose uh to um I won the Dice and chose to defend, um, and we ended up fighting in forest terrain. Um the, the battlefield wasn't uh, uh too shabby for a Dacian army. There was um woodland um to uh the center of my opponent's army, um which meant they couldn't use their cavalry to fall back because they'd end up getting um, trapped against the forest. Um, So there was only the one flank where the cavalry could really mass. And even that I had some terrain to to help me out. Um, The army itself in terms of units, I had 11 tugs, um, two sugs. Um, So the 11 um, units of the army Um, were two uh, lots of six nobles Um, these are the whole army by the way is loose Um, most of it is tribal except for cavalry which is formed Um, the nobles are superior pretty devastating charges melee expert so they're pretty solid Uh, along with that i had um, two more units of warriors with felts they are average pretty devastating expert they were in eights I had three units of um, the ordinary warriors who are just average protected, unskilled javelin and short spear, and I had enough points to make one of those shoot and charge. Inevitably, of course, it was the one that didn't shoot and charge <laughs> in the battle. Um, then, so that was seven units under the command of Dacians and then the Bessarabian ally were two units of cavalry formed loose, average, unskilled short and melee expert. Um, Those are two sixes. And then a six of Vestanae nobles who are superior protected, devastating charger and melee expert. And a unit of nine warriors who are average. Um, So uh, if you top that all up, I had uh, 55 elements of melee expert (laughs) superpowers. superior and average, um, and that's, that's the strength of the army. Um, the two SUGs were a unit of six um, skirmishing cavalry, average unported experienced javelin, cantabury combat shy, um, so they were always handy to support the cavalry, and a unit of nine uh, infantry skirmishers, unported experienced bow and combat shy, um, just to see off any uh, nasty shooting troops really was the idea. Um so um that's the army I chose. Um the I suppose my fear beforehand would be to um meet a entirely charging lancet Caval- cavalry army, because as I say, all the uh, infantry are loose, but um other than that I wasn't particularly worried about what face. Um, I'd, I'd had a practice game beforehand and actually managed to uh, chop my way through a cataphract army. So if you can do that, I think you're you're pretty pretty solid, basically. Um, in the end, I faced um, Peter Cross's Numidian army. Um, this was a mixture of Roman-trained infantry, um, some ordinary Numidian infantry, um, some cavalry, four elephants, and a four, I think it was, um, units of skirmishing numidian javelin. The um, light horse javelin, yeah. The light horse. Um, as I say, I defended and the terrain came out quite nicely for me. Um, I was able to use the terrain to help protect my flank, so I, I kept the skirmishing cavalry at bay. With my own cavalry, my Dacian light horse and Dacian skirmishers, and I basically just lined up my infantry to take on the Numidian infantry and and unit of cavalry that was protecting their camp. Um, and it sort of worked to plan. All the nice melee expert troops chomped their way through the minions giving me the victory
1: so it's a pretty route one army does what it says on the tin doesn't it a lot of melee expert is always good
2: i I like it because the loose um encourages your opponent to get engaged because if they're close infantry of course they can get the shove if they're two ranks deep um and if they're cavalry they always think oh i get the plus one if i charge in so it sort of encourages your opponent to engage, but then you've got all those nice melee to chomp, chomp. I mean, again, I mean against foot, you have got the dev charge that's two plus plus the superior
0: with the superior that's three three factors on the charge. I mean that's against he, he didn't have an answer to that. I mean his best what did he the best thing he had was impact weapon to, to yeah.
2: So I mean they're they're two up. So I mean I'm only getting green to whites.
0: Yeah, green yeah. to white, and then in the impact, and then in melee you're superior melee expert against nothing uh, yeah so you were so you were yellow white in the melee and obviously the melee lasts longer and yeah, yeah um, he didn't only the shove is, is
2: only yeah,
0: yeah. Right. i mean it, it was um and he only gets he only gets the sh- oh i suppose his his warrior his actual numidian warriors could have been close because they're flexible aren't they but they will um, yeah yeah it's it's a bad. It, it's a bad matchup. Although there's was an answer, you know, he, he could have done something. I guess. It's yeah, I bad. think I think that was an unfortunate matchup for Pete.
1: Oh, quick, quick, quick question, Richard. Look at the list. Did you consider the Sarmatian ally? Because I mean, that's a, a popular one for Dacians, isn't it? So it Gives them a cavalry, charging lancer cavalry.
2: I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Sarmatian ally. Um, if you want a charging lancer component, I believe there are better routes than a. Dacian with some Asian but that's, that's, that's purely a, I just like the Basque best, I have a soft spot for the best, I don't know. Um,
1: yeah. I, 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 I think for that sort of army, you know, it, it's big, it's wide, it's, it's got a lot of troops that can chop things up and because it's, because you know, they're all in eights or more, so it's very resilient. The, su-
2: the superior units are sixes, but yeah. Sorry, yes. Um, and as well the cavalry, but all the other infantry are eights um or 9 in case of best Ally, ally just pointed out to me when i list um hey it, it can soak up a fair degree of shooting a shooty army because you've got the devastating charges you charge them the free charge and use the cards to push through the fire um yeah it it, it, it can handle most things yeah
1: i yeah, so i remember having a game against uh, will denham when i use romans against dacians and it's it's it was a real 50 yes. 50. the size of the dacians the fact they've got those superior Malay expert ones it's great it's a good it's a good good tough army so i can see why you chose it it was such a good fight against will they, they carved a whole column about it i'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, no, not sure that was for will
0: history, history joke <laughs> alert right okay so we need to move on because we want to cover a lot of ground so that was Richard's and Richard, the results in your game, I believe you got the um, is it, we call it a triumph, oh, we never call it that, but it's a triumph, which is 15 points. Yeah, and and Pete uh got two points on, yeah, he 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 struggled, he killed something anyway. But it's a, a, a bad matchup, a bad matchup for it must have given him indigestion after his bacon, <laughs> <laughs> right? So moving on, uh, Nick, what was your um, okay, well, I, I.
1: I actually had, I was originally intending to take Gallic Federate Roman to this competition, having uh, persuade, persuaded Richard to include it. But I had, had a last minute change of mind when this at the sort of list submission date, I, I really wanted to go back and use my Middle Sassanid Persian, an army I've, I I really like uh, and have actually had some success with and haven't used for a long time. So that's what I went with the good old Middle Sassanid Persian. Um, you know, um, I think they're an army that. Works OK in period. Od- oddly, in an army I've had more success probably against out-of-period opponents than in period. And certainly I've found they can struggle a bit against Roman. The, the shield cover stopping the Sassanid shooting,
0: you know, Roman leaderies are just good all out fighting. So, so it's an army that struggles against Romans. But before we move on to what you were fighting, um, is this an army that you would consider taking to an open court?
1: Yes, and I have
0: done. Good man.
1: I, I-, I basically took this list to the... 2019 gt competition yeah right Uh, so it you know and um i think i came third there behind richard and jason you know it's it's a good army i mean the 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 composition i chose was four competent generals the c the cnc is professional the other three are instinctive Um, and just explain that choice the taking the professional cnc improves the PBS cards and scouting. It's a relatively cheap cost. So I got a boost on those, which I thought was... Uh, after that, I've got two units of elephants um, for six elephant bases, the most you can have. And I split them four in one unit and two in the other, thinking there is the four is a good offensive unit. It can go stomp things. The two is a bit more of a blocker, although it can play merry hell with cavalry. Um, then I've got two units of six bases each of cataphracts formed close average armored horse fully armored long spear devastating charge a shove so you know they're uh, they're quite a good combat troops um i think in an ideal world you'd, you'd like at least one of them to be superior but the, that's an awful lot extra points and i couldn't fit them in. i've got two units of superior cavalry uh, one of six and one of four bases is a formed loose, superior protected, experienced bow, short spear. And three more units of the armoured horse arches, uh, one six, two fours, basically the same as the others, but average. Let's so, yeah, Two superior units and three average. Two units of skirmishing horse archers, experienced bow, cantabrian combat shy. And f- bringing, up, bringing up the rear, a unit of six bases of javelin men. Infantry skirmisher, poor, unprotected, unskilled javelin, combat shy, 14 points a base, 84 points in total. Pretty useless. Their role is normally to stand in front of the bigger elephant unit and catch any missiles that might be coming in. Nice. Yeah, it's 84 points of of shield cover, if you like, for the elephant. Yeah. Um,
2: So you you don't subscribe to the idea of the Sassanid Persian being an infantry army then? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I i believe that there are times when they used significant amounts of infantry but equally it's clear that they at times they used holy cavalry army so i've gone for the mostly mounted well, apart from the javelin when well, it is entirely mounted um, i've never actually used assassinated with any well apart from once a long time ago with, with any significant infant component i i, I like the all man or the nearly all man um just to round it off the, the the camp is poor and unfortified so i've got PBS with seven cards and a scouting a fork, which is which is quite nice.
0: Um, before we before we move on to your uh, opponent, which obviously there's a bit of a joke in who your opponent, what your opponent was. Uh, I, I'm reading I'm reading a book, and the 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 people in the book are very 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 uncomplimentary about the Sassanids. I didn't realize how uh, deep the uh, animosity between uh, the Middle Sassanid, well, the Sassanid Persians, and who did you fight? Nick, who was your opponent? What, uh, I thought Adrian Nash with an early Imperial.
1: Imperial Roman. Roman. <laughs> I odd. have to, I have to say, when when the the entries were published for round one, I thought hmm, the worst matchup for me is probably the middle Imperial Roman. Yeah. So, I, so I got it. Um, of course, you know, there's no problem playing Aid. <laughs> he's a he's a great bloke, and and yeah, just, but it was it wouldn't have been the one I chose. No, what you know, well, it's Good matchup. Um, we, I, I have to say, we, we we had a perfectly good game, although we we didn't get a result. It was a six-all draw um, because we, we we had an awful lot of woods on the table. Didn't do me any good and sort of limited options. Um, but I have to say, it's partly my fault because I, I I certainly cocked up the pre-battle choices. I, I with my seven cards, I think, yeah, oh, that's quite useful. I actually got dealt a fairly poor hand. Um, but it included one red. Um, and I've always quite liked outscouting people. I think it's really useful for mounted armies, horse archer armies, especially. So I it's possibly got a little obsessed with it, so I, I decided I wasn't going to play that card in the pre-battle sequence. So in essentially the result of that was instead of being able being able to choose to fight in the plains of my terrain, Aid got to choose. Something like mount, presumably mountains, and we ended up with a lot of terrain. So he wanted to close the battlefield down a bit, so I couldn't maneuver around. And basically, we ended up with an open space that was only about 15 base width wide on one flank. So, I remember
0: looking over. Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I have to say, you know that
0: uh, that was a self inflicted wound. I, I, sh- I should have just. Well, let, let's okay. Well, let's just explore that for a minute because you know I'm not letting you off the hook that easily. Oh, down. So, so to um, to the, our listeners who. You know, are new to Meg, perhaps. So, you know, you had PBS of seven. He had PBS of seven. Uh, he. he and, was- uh I've got his list in front of me. All he right. PBS of seven, not letting you off. So, and and you were going to draw four scouting cards. Uh,
1: yeah, and and I, I won and the initial dice. I wrote, I wrote, won the initial dice off, so I could choose to be invader or defender. And I chose to be defender, thinking, oh, I've got planes. And then I failed to play a card. If I had to play that red as defender. He can't beat you. He can't beat me because the invader has to beat the defender's yeah. card to choose the ter- territory type. So is it wholly self-inflicted? <laughs> okay, um, <and> nobody else <laughs> we, to blame but we me. Won't, we won't talk about it anymore. But that was yeah, and and you know presumably uh, I can't remember. You've got this list open. Yeah. He's got a scouting of two
0: probably. Scouting of two.
1: Yeah, and I've got four cards. Yeah. So uh, you know I'm not looking to add, well. Yeah, I'm not expecting to outscout him by 100, percent even if I outscout him. A small outscouting to get some indication of where the army is is all you need. So, so if you're if you're defender and you can outscout him, happy days. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it is, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. I just, I do. We were at home to Mister Cockup. <laughs> it yeah. was early in the morning, anyway. So, how did the game go? Uh, well, we, we, we talk about his army, don't we?
1: Yeah, his, his his army was was basically uh, a unit of uh, Praetorians, so exceptional infantry, two units of average legionaries who had an integral bulk shooter with them, two units of auxiliaries, two units of Roman cavalry, and then a, a German ally, which is, I believe, the Chatty, yeah. um, who can have the formations of one-third superior dev chargers. The rest, two-thirds average dev charges. He had three nines of those and a unit of German families to sit at the back and fill out. So and in the wow. table we have, which has got this big chunk of woods in, he, could, he ended up putting the Germans in there in ambush. The Romans were in the open part of the table. Uh, I, I vaguely considered a flank march, but, you know, I'd be relying on a competent general. I've got no flexibles, so I'd need two reds to bring it on. And decided against that. So basically the game, the game was... I had shooting cavalry facing off against his Roman infantry. As he advanced, I fall back and that plays out as normal. And I have to say, Aid was very sporting and he brought his, his Germans out of the wood. Um, this is where he said he made a mistake because he brought them out in loose formation. And I'd got my cataphracts and the big unit of elephants sort of waiting by the woods just in case he came out. Um, so he came out in loose formation and he didn't need to. Although against the elephants, that was a good choice. So I, I threw the elephants and the uh, cataphracts into his three units of chat-eye. Um My cataphracts won. My elephants proved elephants can be really brittle. You know, <laughs> they charged in because he's got the the crust of superiors on the front. You know, they're not as not as not as vulnerable as they might be. So uh, although my cataphracts went through two of his units, he he nobbled the elephant. You know, it's uh, and and that's that's more or less what we get. We had a little comedy sideline where where. His, his exceptional praetorians were being vaguely harassed by my really really rubbish javelinman who over the course of a few shootings actually knocked a base off them <laughs> 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 basically he's was, he, he a was, case of it, I mean, he's exceptional so he didn't really bother with the shield cover all the time and i just got lucky <laughs> and that one base was worth more
0: than the whole sub
1: of, um, of <laughs> Oh, by a long way. I mean, you get two of those little javelin and sugs for one unit, one base of Praetorians probably, you know. It, it was. So <laughs> I have to say thank you for to, to Aid for providing some, some some action in the game. Otherwise, it would have been me falling back in front and hoping to get shooting to do stuff. So,
2: you know, it was
1: a pleasant, pleasant game. I think it was Aid's first game in a while. I hope he enjoyed it. I got him back into the swing of things. But, um, yeah. But ultimately, any 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 disappointment falls on. Me. And just sort of to wrap this up on the army, um, I'd previously used this army. It always had a a talented general in there, and I missed that having having one command that could be driven by four cards because I've got an instinctive um, command structure. I think if I used it again, I'd I'd probably ditch that competent professional C and C. Except I'm not going to have much PBS and maybe lose one scouting. I think the having the... Uh, one general in there who, who has four cards is a much better option. So anyway, that's that's how, that was the middle Sassanid experience. I enjoyed using them, but I cocked up.
0: Don't worry. So did I later in the day.
2: Nick, you haven't looked at having just three comp- uh, three professionals and changing the structure to... I've I've used Sassanid
1: with professional generals. I found I didn't get as much benefit from the allocation... Hot the allocation possible as I thought of and I found I just get more use out of the, spending the points on troops I'm, I'm a lot happier oddly I mean I, I've, I've been asked this question a few times why don't you go for the professional and I just prefer what I can get out of the army with the instinctives it just seems to work for me <laughs> no, nothing more or less you. than that really you know I say I have, I have used professionals and I prefer the instinctive i think you just squeeze a little bit more in it it can be just you know it can be just like i get a second unit of the skirmish horse archers and that's just enough to help because that gives you two when they're in contemporary and they're effectively shooting as skilled just gives you that little bit of edge on some of your shooting but you know if i was looking at the army if it, if it wasn't me i would say definitely look at professionals as a, But i would always go for
0: instance cool right so oh,
1: that's stunning revelation
0: yeah. <laughs> So I my first round, um firstly um I took Thraco Roman um and I gave that army it's interesting because Nick said to me, you do realise that Thraco Roman can be identical to your much vaunted by yourself Thracian. And I said, No, I didn't realize and it can. But then faced with a myriad of choices, I thought, no, that's too easy, I'll have to have to mix it up a bit. So I had Thraco Roman with early Imperial Roman ally. Um, And I'm not sure that I got the army right, but I think there's real possibilities for this army, that opinion. So um, I had... uh, My command structure was competent, instinctive uh, army commander, talented, instinctive sub, talented professional ally, mediocre sub, so not quite the set of cards. Um, And... um, I get standard and coastal as my, as territory. And in the army, I had um, two units of veteran legion, a drilled flexible, superior protected, impact weapon, melee expert, shield cover. And one unit of, of average legion, legion is a unit of auxiliar. The auxiliary are drilled, flexible, average protected, unskilled javelin spear, melee expert. Uh, then I had two nines of the standard old-fashioned Thracian warriors. So they're tribal loose average protected unskilled javelin shorts but they're in nines and then I had a fair bit of cavalry so I had um, two units of superior uh, unskilled javelin short spear cavalry two units of average unskilled javelin short spear cavalry a unit of horse archers who are formed flexible average unprotected experienced bow and two units of light horse who are poor unskilled combat shy down in every way downgraded and they're there for two reasons. They, they kind of run interference, well, three reasons. They run interference and can block movements because you can't push them in the second move. Don't care if I lose them. They'll take ablative wounds and the uh, scouting. And as and as Nick and I discussed, even though they're poor and they're crap, they still give you the uh, the scouting. So I end up with a, a PBS of six and a scouting of four. So I thought that this was kind of, ooh, that's a nice core of Roman with some good with some lot of cavalry and a PBS of six and scouting of four. So in in theory it sounded like a good uh, combination and um so what went wrong you 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 you're, you're trailing a butt in front. No, of No 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 I no I, I absolutely not. No there was there was no butt. I mean a, any butt was um, just the choices I made but I you know I have a kind of I've I've managed to persuade myself that my choices were right. Um and I was facing um a Bosphoran with early Samash ally. Um, and so uh, 14 cards, talented, talented, competent, competence, all instinctive. So he had a PBS of seven, scouting uh, of six. Um, and um, he had, um, you know, superior protected charging lancers, average uh, loads of superior protected charges average protected charging lancers, some horse archers who were average unprotected experienced bow. Three three uh, tugs of those, they're flexibles, and a couple of skirmishing horse archers who were experienced pro combat shy Cantabrian. So um, my first issue was that I decided that I absolutely didn't care about terrain because you would you could say, and in discussion uh, after uh, with another one of the players, if if anyone brings charging lancers and you've got to and you've got terrain troops, even if your cavalry is better than them in the terrain. So my cavalry short spear if he if he if he brings his lancers into terrain he loses his lancers. The lance goes so he doesn't get that two factor. So actually one one way of approaching this was to focus on filling the board with terrain. But I didn't think I had enough PBS or, or to really do that. And actually I wanted more room for my own cavalry because I wanted to set traps, get the lancers coming into the wrong place hitting them in the flanks, you know, that's, that's the game I try and play. So it it, it turned out fine. I mean, the, um, the result was uh, well anyway, so so what actually happened in the game was I, th- I, I out so I, I attacked and out scouted, sorry, I defended and out scouted. Um, so that that worked quite well for me. And I actually thought Robin, who was my opponent deployed really, really well. Um, and he deployed well, and then he did what he does in nearly every time he plays me. His whole left flank decides, which was his, uh, might have been his Sir Martian ally, no, I, I can't remember, but his whole left flank decided that they didn't like what they were facing. They were facing the Romans, by the way. And they decided to redeploy. Now, he re- redeployed to the centre, and I kind of caught up with him with my Roman, And it compromised everything else. And... Um, I had one hairy moment in the game where my bloody superior cavalry decided to completely evaporate. But what I'd done is I brought up a unit to jam the unit that had beaten them, his lance. I jammed them with one of my nines of warriors. So when they followed up, they weren't roaming loose behind my lines. They just followed up into the warriors. And on the other side, there was a unit of his um, if this is too much detail guys just tell me but there was a unit of his flexible horse archers and i jammed them up with again they followed up into if they chose to follow up they would have followed up into something i so i didn't want any i didn't have anyone roaming behind the flat behind me and then it was a matter of really turning flanks um and if i rolled average dice throughout the game it was going to be a victory and it was no, no doubt you of course you claimed you didn't roll out no i did i rolled completely every <laughs> Everything, everything I recorded was completely average uh, in this game. And um, uh, so was...
1: when, when you say you're attacking flanks, is that because Robin's charging lancers pursued
0: and or had to fo- force? Couple, and got of times he got himself in a bad position, but not you know, not not terrible. But you know, the I mean, he had for a start, he had nine tugs. Three of them are form flexible, average, unprotected, experienced bow cavalry. You know, so the. I can push them away and that exposes his, his fighting line. Now I've got 11 tugs. So, so I, I could always, you know, I don't I, I'm making it sound a bit like a game of chess, but I could always, I could always find a flank and I did. And uh, yeah, that, that was, that was the game. I, I actually, the game, I thought, I thought Robin played very well. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm not saying it could have gone either way. I don't think it could, but I thought he played well. And I think my army was probably quite a bad matchup for him, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I I, I find the Sarmatian army a difficult one to, or it, it was it was Sarmatian ally. I Buster, still find Buster, that Buster, difficult Buster. army to use, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not surprised that he struggled a bit. Uh, just for the benefit of the listener, the threco roman list is uh, essentially the Adresian client kingdom of Rome. Uh, from 25 AD to 40 um, um, something, I think. Something, yeah. I mean, Claudius um, reign, I think. So it's essentially the, the Thracian kingdom on the Danube, that uh, at the top end of the Balkans, that uh, Rome allied with prior to prior to absorbed the Roman. Empire. All I knew it was a list that Nick couldn't reject. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I I I think the. I'm never completely convinced by having an Imperial Roman ally in any army, to be honest. Um, I, I, I think it's quite difficult to integrate that with the rest of the fighting troops. So I mean, how did you, do you find it okay, Ray? Well, it was literally the first time I'd ever, I mean, I, I, this is the first time
0: I've actually used Romans in anything. And I, actually, because my late Republican Romans, which I painted during, full lockdown have never been on the never been on the table this is the first time i've ever used romans in a game and um i put the i put them the ally on a flank and um i probably wouldn't do that in future i think i put them in the center opposite his camp just say deal with i've i've seen people
1: put them somewhat to one side on a battlefield i can't remember who but uh I mean, it depends on the table falls and the, the, the opponent, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. What, what hints you have you might, might be facing. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not sure. I think I probably not quite... I mean, obviously, Richard's saying he doesn't quite see how they integrate. I can sort of see where you're coming. I think a lot of the other troops in that, that army are similar to Roman troops. You get in Roman lists. So you, you it's it's got similarities to that. The, the difference is, of course, you you've got fewer of the actual Roman bits. So, yeah, you
2: know, I, of the, I tend to, uh, if I'm going to uh, go for that type of army, I would go for a Roman.
1: <laughs> go for a Roman with a Thracian ally. I might, have, sure. a, well, I
2: might have a Thracian ally. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not sure if that's a possible combination. I'd, I'd just like to pick up something Re- Richard said a, a few minutes ago about you not being sure about Sarmatians and uh, ne- never get, getting them to work. I'm the same. Whenever I've used Sarmatians in an army, usually as an ally, they have failed miserably. I've... I've yeah, I've, I've used them a couple of times. I've certainly used them against Ray and Robin, had, you know, like three units of Thracian Lancers in an ally, in they charge, big hit together, complete failure. I remember one case, you know, you got nine base frontage. I didn't roll any, I didn't roll up. A skull or an S till the ninth dice roll. <laughs> so I couldn't, you know, you think you put all those lances in, you got chances of skulls and shatters. Yeah, yeah. They just don't seem to work.
2: <laughs> I, I had my one of my most painful defeats ever was using a Sarmatian, art where I, 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 I mean, it got so bad that I charged a unit of six superior charging to an average Roman legion unit, and I broke at impact. <laughs> Do you think, sometime last year, I played
1: Robin, I think it was in Derby, the last competition before Covid hit. And he had a, a Sarmatian ally, I think, with some allies. It, it might have been, been effectively the one city, Sarmatian with quad and allies. And this big line of Sarmatian cavalry, I just charged my Roman infantry into them.
2: <laughs> well, I should explain to the listener, the, the way I managed to achieve this break at impact was that there were two files of pesky Numidian cavalry. On the flank, who got the shots in while I charged in, yeah. and managed with two green dice to roll. Um, no, they weren't. They weren't even green dice. They'd be white. S, uh, managed to roll um, two wounds and caused a, um, a, a, um, a casualty there. I think there were three skirmishers, experienced skirmishers, on the other side who also managed to roll three wounds as I they fled through the legionaries. And then at the impact, basically every file I fought got a wound on. And I, I, it was a unit of six, and I have suffered seven wounds by the time the impact combat. Right. Okay. So that's uh, enough of my sort of story. Yeah. So, Ray, Ray yeah. would, you, would you use that army again?
0: Uh, Nick, the answer is yes. And, um, I've already redesigned the army, uh, <laughs> to, to strengthen it. Basically, I um, don't know
1: why I was laughing. I'd, I, 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 made those changes to the Sassanid I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I
0: <laughs> literally on Sunday, we had the competition on Saturday, on Sunday. I re- I say redesigned, I, 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 tightened it up and I think it made it a better army. So I, you, you may well see that coming out again later in. so. Right. So we really should move on. So, but before we do, any other highlights from that first round that um, that we heard about? Um... I'd, 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 I'd like to highlight an army list. Yeah, go on.
1: Uh, the, the, I was certainly impressed, which was Lee's um, Western Federate Roman with Hunnic Ally. Well, of um, course,
0: we have to have a total laugh about this, don't we? Because what what army was his Western Federati Roman facing? He he ended up playing um Ian Newell's Gallic Federate Roman. So the fantastic so the fantasy so Fantas Roman versus the real one. And uh, and of course when we did the draw we had a bit of a laugh about this. Yes, yeah, so Lee's you really like Lee's list. That was a highlight. I, I like I liked it. It's benefited
1: from the um the ability to the be- for some of the Huns to be protected, although they can't be skilled shooters. I mean, Lee basically had four units, each of six bases of Huns. Half of them were average protected, experienced bow. The other were average unprotected, skilled bow melee expert. Mm. Um, and added to some some Romans and a useful command structure. I I I thought that was a a nice a, a really effective effective army. I like the look of that one. I I well pretty I, I I will ha- it's it's one of those I will quite happily steal that list.
0: Right. Right, yeah. and then
1: I, I think Lee is good. At, Lee's good at lists. Yeah, he is He's good at getting the balance and the approach right.
0: Like skirmishers that's the only thing I don't understand. <laughs> um So, um so the first round, you predicted the results, and I think you got them pretty sm- much smack on, didn't you?
1: Well, I, I I i predicted as in who was going to win. I, I didn't. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to chance my arm, at, and, I, and I didn't predict my own game. You know. The, hubris and vengeance of the gods and all that, you know. Um, but perhaps in the back of my mind, I predicted it and therefore got a draw. <laughs> yeah. So, the first round, I was the worst performer out of the three of us.
0: Yes, yes. So, um, OK, so moving then, for therefore, on to round two. So, so
2: for round two, I decided to go uh, a Viking list, but with the Norman um, options so this is the army of rollo about 930 um ad um so it was a viking ally with norman options and the early feudal french ally so um command structure i had a uh, talented instinctive gen- uh, army commander a competent instinctive ally general um another competent instinctive sub and a media instinct um, The army came with a poor fortified camp, which was to prove crucial. And and the army itself only has 10 tugs. Um, You have three units of eight herds there. They were average protected, formed close, short spear, shield, wall, shove. Um, And along with that, I have a unit unit of Norman militaes, who are formed cavalry formed loose, superior protected. Devastating Charger melee, So they've got some punch. And then I had three units of Puskals, uh, form Close, Superior Protected, Two-handed Cut and Crush with Shield will Shove, a 9 and a 6, and a 6 which were downgraded to A. Ab- um, along with that, I had a unit of French, Allied French Best Militaes. They're like the Norman One, Superior Protect, Short Spear, Devastating Mallet Expert. A unit of um four French just average short spear devastamel expert and a unit of French spearmen who were formed close poor protected short a shield. Um so um what did I end up facing? I ended up facing Lee and his Magyar army. Um <laughs> so um not what I was really hoping for, not to be honest. One, not, I designed not, not, this space round the board. <laughs> I designed this army to fight the raised uh, Carolingian.
0: When I saw your list, I thought, he has literally gone through tug by tug. Never let it happen again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, actually, I just wanted to try out the Viking Norman, really, because that was a new one. We tweaked the list last year to allow. um, And, uh, yeah, I mean, it... The terrain, there was a big forest on one on the right hand, my right hand side, Lee. Um Other than that, it was pretty open. So I thought, well, don't have to worry about my camp at all, because the Magyar had nothing that was going to be able to attack it. So I just lined up between the forest and the other flank with the intention of pushing um, Lee back. Um, and. With a second rank, which was essentially the cavalry and the French spearmen, and I just trundled forward basically Lee sent a flanking uh group of cavalry round so by the end of the game, I was actually fighting at front and rear <laughs> um i was I was surrounded, but the camp was perfectly intact um the end result was a 10-5 draw to Lee. Um, I basically, I got whittled away by all his shooting um, to the extent that um, I, if the game had gone on much longer, I think it sort of broken through me. However, I did manage to successfully lure his uh, flanking units into attack my rear, um, where they... He actually largely escaped. I broke one of his units, uh, but the other two escaped by the skin of their teeth before time. Um, but it, it's a tough units. matchup. These these were flexible horse units. Okay,
0: yeah. so they they were you were going to get points and arm, Yeah, yeah. Um, the
2: the army itself um, it's it's quite small. This doesn't help when you're fighting horse archer armies. Um, it's it's very tough though. I mean, you've got short short spear shield wall shove and two hundred cut and crush shield wall shove infantry. Um, you've got some pretty meaty superior dev charger melee expert cavalry. Um, so it, it's it's solid, but it's it's not big. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a good game against Lee. I have to say, um, the Magyar army is, uh, I think, a quite a dangerous army under a good player um i think it's quite a difficult army to get a result in the time and if i've got any criticism of lee's play is that he is a quite slow player he's not not deliberately slow just steady slow um and well, so he hasn't played for a long time i'm not defending you know he hasn't played for a long time he indeed no i mean and it my only point really is that if you want to get a 15 point result from a Magyar army, you have to play with it quite quickly. Right, right.
1: Yeah, I think it doesn't think
2: have a huge amount of skilled shooting. Um, so it takes time to develop an army that requires patience. Yeah, I mean, in, in that respect, I would say it's very similar to most horse
1: archery. You know, unless you get a those, those lucky rounds where you get a real clump, clump of, of, of causing wounds, or if you've got skilled skulls, you, you do need patience. But you you, you've, you do need a certain tempo. Because you've got to get those bounds to get the shooting, especially if you haven't. Yeah, the reason I asked about the, the the troops who attack you in the rear is because um, it was a factor in my game, which on am which is which is it's perfectly great charging those those flexibles into the rear of somebody, but they've really got no melee capability, especially if you're charging in unprotected ones. So unless you do quite a lot of damage up front, the opponent just turns some bases and beats you to death. You know, you, you could end up. Oh, I've taken a base off him. Oh, he's broken my unit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that that's a great exchange <laughs> for for the uh, for the people. Yeah, it's um, it, it is. They, they are tricky to use. Yeah, I think. looking looking at your list, Richard. Yeah, it's 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 got some some chunky enough units to be able to survive the shooting. Um, you do, I think it's that classic. You just need. To, you just want to be able to close the table down a bit so that you can basically go straight up and down,
2: and the horse archers don't have all the space they need. Well, just to put it into context, the, the nine of Huskal, um, they actually uh, managed to contact the enemy horse archers just at the end of the table. But <laughs> they actually had suffered so many losses that they actually broke <laughs> in the melee against the horse archers. Oh, um, so, uh, did, yeah. Did it, it, it your shows,
0: class- sorry. Did you mix your cavalry and, and, and infantry? I uh, know uh, you didn't. You had them in two lines
2: not not really i um i used the infantry to face off the troops to the front and i had the cavalry to the rear i, I rather re- recklessly charged with one of the um the, with actually the norman military, um and then ended up being hit in the flank by a Strelke, are they, a unit something like
1: that that's uh,
2: zecklers zecklers that's the that's the um and uh I mean, I threw useless dice and um, inflicted one wound before that unit broke. Um, but that was probably more to do with the dice and the procedure.
1: I'll ask the same question. I just asked Ray: Would you use that army again? I think she's, this is always the I think the test of a list. Would you come away from using it the first time? Would you Would you use it again?
2: Um, and would you make any changes if you did? I I honestly I'm not sure. Um, I, I like the idea of the list, but I haven't found a combination that I'm entirely comfortable with Um So uh, I'm going to keep, keep exploring the Vikings. It's one you go back to. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and I think you could create some really good scenario. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Con- cool. So, Nick. So, and the final result was um, Lee 10 points, RJC 5 points. So a, a kind of what we call a, a losing draw, that correct?
2: That's correct. Yes.
1: Okay. Shall I uh, shall yeah. I move on to mine? Okay. Well, um, I, I have to say the the choice of armies for me just sort of landed with an awful lot of armies. I go no, 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 no. <laughs> this period too did didn't well, didn't appeal to me vastly. But you know, as as always, you know, there were a couple of armies in there. Um, I'm, I'm trying to work out why I didn't look at Magyar, but anyway, Lee took that, so that's good. Um, I, I plump for Khazar, um, which oh. is which is so, it's, it's it's an army I sort of had a vague bit of interest in for a while. You know, did a bit of reading up on it a couple of years ago, just out of interest because they're, you know, they're they're a bit unusual um, for you know for they're basically Turks, but they you know they're they're heavy cavalry lancers, which is 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 not that common amongst the Turkish lists. Also, there's also this, this history bit um, where the, the religion of the Khazars, they adopted Judaism. They were stuck between Christians and Muslims and they, at least the nobility, you know how deep the religion went into society is highly debatable. Um, and there've been lots of theories about how much of the population of modern Israel is actually descended from Khazars um that's probably quite a contentious thing i didn't look too deeply into that
0: where were they from ethnically? where were the khazars from um
1: they're from the steppes right uh, around around the um the black north of the black sea in the caspian so you know they're they're they're, they're solid steppe people they I say they are they're just they're a version of turks so anyway i ended up going for this um and then sort of one one way that bit of history and th- this this sort of makes it the only jewish army i've ever run and <laughs> <laughs> christians done many muslims now now a jewish army
0: and, K- and they they were, were the magyar's subjects of the kazars is quite funny uh,
1: the magyars were subject for a while then they broke away um, you know the step step nations can be very fluid and mm-hmm. who, who's subjected to who and obviously you know being nomadic or pastoralists you know at times if you don't like who you're being ruled by there can be the option just to literally up tents and move somewhere else so so yes anyway so I, I, I've chosen Kazar I design a list um so I don't forget I say it has a compulsory mobile camp you know the, the occasional step army do so it has a poor mobile camp in the list I think some people would just see as a a small points tax. Most of the time, it's not much better than a just a standard camp, but you do have the option to move it. And I think as Richard said, I think Richard said he's won a game because he was able to move a mobile camp once. So it delayed it being sacked and gave him a chance to win a game. is that right, Richard?
2: That's correct. Yes.
1: So, yeah, for the cost of about 60 points. Who cares? Plus, it means it's an excuse to do a different model. It's not just tents, and mine's got some camels and some, some porters carrying goods. Anyway, command structure for this, um, they, we're stuck with instinctive generals, although, as I mentioned with the Sassanids, I don't particularly mind that. I've um, got a competent instinctive CNC, a talented instinctive sub, a competent instinctive sub, and a mediocre instinctive sub. Um, so this has got the talented that I retrospectively would have put in the um, Sassanid. However, for this army it was a very simple choice to take that because this army is almost certainly going to flank march against a lot of enemies and certainly a lot of the armies it was likely to meet in the in the, the middle game of uh, this post covid cup, you know, we've got things like Normans in there or raised Carolingians or the Byzantines, tough Byzantines in there that it doesn't want to face frontally. So right from the start I'm thinking flank march. So you've got to have a talent general to do that. If you're if you're that committed to the
2: I think it's worth mentioning the the Kazar list is quite unusual because you've got instinctive general, you've got essentially a drilled army. The um, the entirety of my army is drilled, so um, that's that's an unusual combination. It
1: it is, and for and actually for a horse archer army, drilled can be really useful because some of those some of the moves you can make post skirmish or run away are, are just that bit easier if you're drilled compared to formed. So you can generally do those moves that, you know, some of them you might not be able to otherwise, you know, so it is a very good point. So this whole army. So anyway, I've got two units of Royal Army Lancers um, who are drilled loose cavalry, superior protected, unskilled bow, charging lancer, melee expert, both sixes, four units, each of four bases of Royal Army horse archers. So these are all Turks drilled, flexible, average, unprotected experienced bow, short spear. And then I've got, five units of the the Muslim mercenaries, the Arsaya. Um it's a bit uncertain exactly what these troops were, but in the list they've been classified as they've been classified. I think I persuaded Richard to do to classify them this way. <laughs> as drilled flexible, average protected, experienced bow. I've got two units of six bases and three units of four bases. Both the six base units are also melee expert as is one of the four basic points, didn't quite stretch to having them all as melee. Yet. So, so there we go. So there's eleven tugs, two proper combat units, um, and the other the other nine are all horse. archers. So yeah, I think that, and they're all flexibles, the horse archers. So they, you can see who is going to be flank marching. If I'm sending a flank march, I'm likely to be sending at least two units of the Arsaya. One of the six is definitely maybe um the third i'll probably send three units on a flank march the third unit could be one of the arsaya or one of the turkish you know, so obviously this this army is is going to be flexible rolling ro- running, running around trying to gang up its shooting you know uh, a bit like was just mentioned that richard mentioned about the magyars um there isn't there are no skilled shooters here um not even any light horse that could have cantabrian so you you're going to rely on getting it right with your experienced bows. So that comes back to that point of making you've got to play with a bit of tempo to make sure you get enough shooting in to cause the damage. Um, got a PBS of six is okay and a scouting of five. So I think in period, for a lot against a lot of armies, it's got to get a good chance about scouting. If it can do, it'll almost certainly want to defend in the planes, which I did do, um, I think. Actually, I can't remember properly, but no, no, I didn't. Sorry, No. I ended up invading and we had a secure flank with a, with some woods and some rough going and uh, a couple of bits of woods on the table, but plenty of open space. I should, of course, mention who I was playing. I played Ian Newell with his Normans. And, you know, <laughs> I said I didn't want to pay, face Romans with my Sassanids in the first round. When the armies being used came out for the second round, I saw there were four Normans. I thought, oh, good grief, because Normans are really hard work <laughs> for this army. You know they got a, a good chunk of superior cavalry, charging lancer and all the works, backed up by some average ones who are therefore nearly as good. A couple of units of solid infantry just, just really hard to wear down. And if they get into contact with almost anything in this Khazar army, they will just rip it. To sh- so of course I, I I drew a Norman and I'd I'd played a game using this army against Robin's Normans the week before uh, and and lost. <laughs> um, so. I have to say, I think the game against Ian was an absolute
0: cracker. Before before we move on, I just want to ask you a question. Because you said um, about wanting to defend, and I kind of get that um, because of the terrain, but surely the last thing you want is your opponent double moving across the board and closing down the board, or am I just seeing that too simplistic?
1: Um, I think it's a bit simplistic um, in that, they, they can usually only do it for part of the board. So if you're in the plains, you, you're hoping to have a lot of open space. Your army could be quite stretched out. So they'll only be they're only doing that in a limited area. Um, if you're cavalry, your double move is not vastly dis, It's not. It's not. You're not going to get a full double move in if the if, if I've deployed pretty much up to the level of my deployment area, because when you get four away on the second move to stop. And also, this is one reason why the flank march comes in. So you know, if you've got a flank march off table, um, and you're, you know, and, and in the game I had against Ian, it was reasonably obvious which side it was coming on. It was the side where he had most of his army. If he just piles forward, you're in behind him. Yeah, true. So you're, you're, you're putting that that pressure on them to slow to slow it down. So so as, as I said, as it turned out, I invaded into the one, so I got the first move in and basically pinned him back. Well, I say pinned him back, he's not exactly pinned back on your baseline, but it stopped him. He, he could only get a single move in on the first move. And so with the threat of the flank march, it did mean he he had to be a bit cautious. Couldn't just roll it, uh, all his milites forward to absolutely cream me. He had to hold some back to um, to to counter the flank march when it came on. The flank march was actually on the side that had some terrain, but there were nice clear paths. One right on his base edge and one about halfway up the table could get um about six or seven base widths of the flank march coming on so as i said it, it was it really was a cracking game and just to jump to the end i won 15-6 but it was one of those games where a few dice rolls going the other way ian would have won it 15-6 those you know those militias are really tough um and you know i had to, I, you know, I was pulling him apart forcing him to charge or stand and be shot so he his line got a bit disrupted i used the two units of lancers to blunt one of them to blunt a superior unit of his and another unit to take on an average unit of his norman knights and which i broke but and then there's sort of gaps appearing flank march comes on th- threatens the threatens his left flank um, but you know i end up basically to break him i have to be charging some of these horse archer units into flanks of his Norman Milites. And as Richard just commented about his game, it, the, the horse archers are not devastating on a flank charge compared to many other troops. You know, you charge those our sire in, you know, you plus, they've got no melee weaponry, no. they get no claims in the charge other than the plus four into the flank, if you charge into the flank of a superior unit, you're up three. So they're still on, on a white okay, you're on a red, but you know if the dice don't fall your way you know, you, then they they turn around and they can wallop you especially if you're the unprotected they, they turn around and absolutely rip you up and you know quite a few of my units are fours, not sixes, so you know see so you, you have to chance your arm along the way sometimes we had so you' know, this sort of swirling around i got I got quite a few flank um a couple of my units were shooting up an infantry unit, um, which was just a target all game. Just to it in. but it took all game to break it. You know, back to that rolling white dice. Um, it was, it was really good. It was just a really good fighting horse army, combat horse army against the horse archer army game, and the the, the differences in the army, the the asymmetrical nature of it, came out really well, and 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 tested both of us. I, I would really happily play that game again but only occasionally because it was really really (laughs) hard work and on a sunny day (laughs) it was not only getting sweaty for my army it was getting sweaty for me Um, but in in the end I I really enjoyed using this army but I would kill for two units of superior so it's not superior for skilled shooters I really would it could make all the difference but you've got plenty of armies that look exactly like that so well no I think this one this is a bit different I've plenty of armies have got some skilled shooters in if that's what you mean but you know for this one it's got some differences you know the fact it's entirely drilled it's mainly flexible um, but, but all experienced bowmen does make I, a difference and it is a challenge.
2: Yeah. I have to say thank you to Nick because I think you wore Ian out. <laughs> <his third> game. <laughs> we we <laughs> third were
1: both drained game. at the end of it you know, it, it, you know I mean Ian it, it's one of those games where you felt you he got six points. He's broken three of my units, but in some ways I did feel he's been a bit robbed because he didn't do anything wrong. You know, with, with the flank march, he held the right number of units back so that I couldn't rush along his baseline, sack his camp and charge his rear. I thought he played a really good game. Just just in the end, I think my my experience of using horse archers, and you know, maybe a couple of lucky shots along the way at the right time or, or knowing how to exploit them. Was was what tipped the balance. You know, I'm going to if I cocked up against against Aid in the first game, I'm I'm going to pat myself on the back of how I played this game and got the victory. But I'd also pat Ian on the back for the way he did it. As well. And and to answer my own question, yes, I would use it again. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I'd change anything. I think I'd leave this army exactly.
0: Okay, so uh, pushing on, is it me now? So yeah, we've yes, I mean, no. mentioned it. Right. So uh, round two. Um, I'm drawn against Sid Rance with his Nicophorian Byzantines, and I had my Charlemagne Caroling. So, firstly, I'm going to say anything I now say, no reflection on Sid. Okay, he can't help what my what I am rolling, but he did count them for me. Okay, so <laughs> so um, I took um, pretty similar list um richard to the list i took to your competition charlemagne carolingian look i love this army i love the history i love painting it um really enjoyed painting and uh, i even have the man himself painted with guys holding his horse and it's lovely beautiful army and uh, so the army forget the modeling ray what's in the army um so the army is uh it has a legendary professional general so it has Charlemagne himself Uh, it has then it and that's professional legendary professional and then competent instinctive competent instinctive mediocre instinctive um, uh, sub general Um, the composition of the it has nine PBS and four scouting so in theory you're trying to control as much as you can before the game starts yeah that's that that's the theory the the um, the Army Composition has a unit of dismounted Swabians, so there's eight of these, superior protected short spear melee expert, and despite what comes next, they are the star of the army when you get it right. Um, Then um, it has the Caballari, uh, in fact I'm not going to do the pronunciation of what they are, so it has has cavalry drilled loose exceptional protected, so it has the household guys Successional protected devastating charges melee expert. It has a unit or the six of those uh, two sixes of cavalry drilled loose superior protected devastating charges melee expert. Um, two sixes of cavalry, uh, sorry, another six of form loose average protected short spear devastating charges melee expert and. Then a unit of four uh, form-loose, average protected, short spear, devastating charges. Um, it has a unit of archers who are poor, unprotected, combat shy, they get hidden. And it has a, a unit of levy who are nine, uh, poor protected, uh, short spear, shield wall. Again, they get hidden. Um, so so the plan is that um, you, because of the PBS, and the scouting, especially in period, you get to choose, as the general, you get to choose exactly where you're going to hit your opponent. Right. So that's the plan. So I was fighting against Sid, very, very, very good guy, probably the uh, number one player in the UK at the moment. And he had, I would just say, a standard Nikephorian army. Um, So he had the Scutatoi with the front rank uh, who are experienced bow, long spear, shield cover, shield wall, and then the rear rank, the archers. And he had um, four units of those. Uh, then he had tagmata, uh, cavalry, thematic, thematic second grade. So he had some, and one of them, his second grade was combat shy. Uh, and he had a unit of four Normans. What what he didn't have, and I was kind of expecting at deployment, was some, um, you can get some cataphracts, can't you, in that army? And he didn't have any and that. I kind of I got a bit confused. But so I got the right terrain. I got exactly what I wanted. Uh, I got him to basically show me most of his army. And um I chose to attack his left flank, sorry, the flank, my left flank was going to be attacking his right flank. And I was going to refuse uh, on my right side, his left side, got it all planned. And the job of the dismounted sway, remember, I've got nine tugs, two of them, are completely useless and one of them is a four of average protected short-spear devastating charges who can get themselves in trouble all right so i've got three very vulnerable tugs so i've got to get you this army it's, it's 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 almost binary you've got to get it right so i um i made an absolute fatal error um i deployed my dismounted swabians in the terrain which secure flank on the left side which I had engineered and their job was to pile down the left side turn his flank um, and what I should have done and this is just the lesson so they're in my deployment zone I should have just ambushed them there was absolutely nothing in his army that was going to interfere with me ambushing them so I could have been so you can you can be th- uh, I think I was in forest so is it two BW? So I could have been two BW from the center line with troops whose movement is not affected by the terrain. Instead, I'm back in my deployment zone. And that delay meant that my I had to wait for my attack to go in. Okay, so all I will say is eventually the, the Swabians turn his flank, hit the flank of his Varangians who were holding the end of his line, smash the Varangians. Okay, so so I'll tell what else was happening at the same time. He rolls the dice. If they go back three, they roll, so they go back their normal. They run away their normal move. I'm into the flank of this is the charge. I'm into the flank of the of the of the scutatoi, and they would have gone, and I would have been into the flank of the next scutatoi. They would have gone, and I and it just that's what would have happened. Of course, he rolled a one, and I'm left there thinking I've got to wait another turn to charge. And okay, so. I manufactured my charge. Sid did nothing wrong, but I chose to charge into his foot. From behind his foot, he redeployed all his cavalry because he thinks I'm going to break through, and he's counting his tugs, and, he's, and his baggage is there as well. And he's like, if if he hits my cavalry as well, he loses the game. So he gets out of the way. He needn't have bothered because I smack – I go into his – so you've got to remember this. He's got int, he's got bow. So I'm not integral, he's got bow. So I'm charging in. He's got two ranks of bow. These are shooting. I get my whole line in, and I've taken one wound, okay? So now I'm thinking, this is it. This is happy days. This is Christmas. This is birthday. This is Easter. I'm going to now smack through his scutatoi. Absolutely nothing on the charge. And then in melee, I rolled nine colored dice, green or yellow, without causing a wound. Okay, that's bad. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, now, by the way, I'm not saying I would have ever won that game. I'm not saying that. And Sid, you're listening, I'm sure. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I would have got eight points, 10 points. And, I, you know, I aim for the 10 points. I would have got my 10 points. If either of the two things, if I hadn't rolled like a complete donkey on green, white, yellow, white, come on. And if Sid hadn't rolled the one for his runaway move. I believe I would have got I would have got to that 10-point kind of range. And I think a 15-8 would have been a fair result in that game. And we had lots of it was a great game, lots of fun. You know, the, the by the end, the, the 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 basically the 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 exceptionals were standing on by themselves, their horses pat, you know, panting as he brought unit after unit. To, to attack them and they hadn't they hadn't lost a base until the very end and then he just brrr, stormed <laughs> over there it was great it was, it was just fantastic it was that you know Charlemagne and his Caballari scarrow in their last stand it was Custer but <laughs> it, was, it was a great game so I'm not complaining about in any way shaping up about the game it's just like come on the gods of <laughs> died give me a break so that was it that was it great game lovely guy Lovely game. I, I thought I thought uh, the Varangians that he had in a six superior protected long spear, shove shield cover, good unit, good unit to put on your end. And he did everything right. He he uh, he wheeled his whole line, so it it means you have got to go further to get around the flank. He did everything right. So I made I made an absolute schoolboy error. Not. Um, uh, and this is well worth remembering there's two things about this okay so when you um and correct me if I'm wrong chaps when you ambush uh, you your ambush cannot be seen from your opponent's half of the table not their deployment zone from their half of the table so but in that terrain unless he ambushes as well i as long as i'm 2bw back from the in the forest i can ambush there so i was on the I could have been on the halfway line and that would have, you know, that would have made a difference. So I'm still going chomping through the same terrain. I just halfway across the table. So it was it was it was lessons learned. Um, oh, just to rub salt into the wound, chaps. The army that he was using had been half painted by me and I sold it.
1: Let's <laughs> just, just pick up uh, pick on something you, you mentioned. Not that you've got it completely wrong, Go on, but you know, you, you're saying at the beginning, you know, and this is a point for people, especially oh, yeah, yeah. our newer players. You know about about your it's that, that deployment of where you did deploy the Swabians um, because we had this conversation about them after a game we played um, a few weeks ago. Is yeah, you know, it's, it's this if you've got these really powerful units, you really have to maximise them. They're going to you know it's obvious to say they're going to win the game for you, but you know if they're fighter units, it's off you know getting in early and often.
0: <laughs> Is, i'm is, not i'm not going, going to argue with that because sure it surely no, should be I, to argue but yeah, i'm, no, I'm, I'm just... saying i gave them i gave them a general and i gave them a mission and their mission was to go down the left and flank his his line of infantry they did do that but it was know, incredibly powerful they did it too late but it, it, is and, it, no, let me think they did it too late and he rolled a one come on rolled, yeah
1: but oh. but you know what you also saying you know sid sid made 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 counter moves absolutely to, to make them so they had to go further. a longer way around. Further. So if you'd have been that bit further forward, you know, it, it, as I say, it was, it's just a, maybe a, the only way a, they pass of to to... some of our experience to play people, you know, who are yeah. coming into no, the no, game.
0: No, so, so are you, I, I think I know what you're saying. And I would say if you use this list, those Swabians have to die or win you the game. Yeah.
1: That's pretty yeah, much. Yes, I, 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 you know, and to, to some I degree, agree. the error are the same, aren't they? Yeah. They're two incredibly powerful unit yeah if you lose the game and they haven't
0: died then you've you've you're a chicken yeah, yeah. and if you win the game they might still have died, but they'll have won you the game <laughs> yeah i mean sid Sid made the comment that the, the Swabians could have gone straight ahead straight you know on table mm-hmm. into the into the scutatoid okay I get that but they had a you know they had and I had a plan and they did a very good job and they would have they could i mean it, you know one of those moments in meg when you roll up somebody's line, <laughs> tug off. He's three wide. Tug after tug. It's just oh, of joy.
1: Oh, I've only done it once where I've got I've had
0: three units in a row. It's a joyous. It's feeling. It's a joyous feeling. Yeah, it's just. But it's I, mean, I, I did. I did it against Ian, who, your opponent in in that round, and he still talks about it. It was two years ago. <laughs> yeah I mean whether it happens to you or
1: against or you or you engineer it yourself you will remember it because you you
0: know anyway so a fantastic game. game um only only look as a as a from the tournament aspect of it only scoring four points put me you know behind the curve then for you know with the final standings but I was the only one who played Sid Right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I knew he. I knew he'd get that. Yeah. It's true, eh? Yeah, the three of us, he's the only one who played Sid, and you know, and, So, and, and, and Sid. I, and, and Sid, Sid is you. actually becoming my becoming my nemesis. He now has. He now has the psychological. I'm going to have to go for therapy or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, are we going round to round three? Then? We are round three, Richard. We've done another okay. waffle about mine. So, but by, by the time we reached this stage, we were all starting to flag. Up. <laughs> so I, I deliberately um sort of stretched the choices of army to take another viking uh but this one was deliberately donuts
0: at lunchtime to give yourself some energy or tea time i noticed you had a couple of donuts at tea time to give yourself some more energy
2: i i, I do have the ability to eat lots of donuts um <laughs> And yeah, I'm like yeah. I don't end up looking like Homer Simpson.
1: Well the best I say I eat donuts and my genes keep shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, so you could eat donut. Oh, can no, we can I, we get rid of him, Ray?
0: I, I think I, I, I eat donuts and
2: my genes are obviously wrong genetically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sorry probably, anyway, Richard. I have the hairstyle of Homer Simpson. <laughs> um so moving to the army, it was a a, a Viking army but 1069. So this is the with the English rebel allies. So, this was the army that fought uh, William the Conqueror in the north. Um, it's It was a bit of a daft army, in my honest opinion. Uh, it's entirely infantry. Um, it's um, basically uh, 24 Huskals, six of them superior. These are all two handed cut and crush shove. Uh, they're formed closely. Um, uh, 24 heard in three units of eight their short spear shield wall shoving shooters um and then the english rebel allies two um tugs of select fear two, um, average short spear shield wall and two um tugs of six uh english thanes who are superior all the english um rebel allies are um along with me it is a up front, um, solid infantry line, but against anything mobile and shooty, um, boy, is it going to suffer. <laughs> um, um, the command structure two talented, um, you'll see a theme here talented, instinctive army commander, talented ally, and two um, sub generals who are coming. Um, poor, unfortified camp, um, six PBS, but only one scout. Um, and sure enough, um, I managed to uh, end up not a huge... I was facing Ian with his uh, Comenemnon Byzantine. Um, I'm really intrigued
0: about what was in his army, so I'm looking forward to this.
2: So, um, yeah, Ian's, Ian's uh, Comenemnon was a good, solid choice. Um, let's see if I can bring it up to... So, um, essentially, what you're looking at is... Uh, own. Uh, only nine t- tugs. Um, um, the cavalari, who are average protected charging lance, a devastating charger expert. So those are pretty solid straight in cavalry. The Latinicon, which are the fully armoured, so they're the sort of knight's ones. Again, uh, charging lance, a devastating charge expert. Didn't we do uh, this list in one of our podcasts, or...?
1: no we did we did later ones
2: oh so some of the troop it's types sorry, sorry. similarities yeah um so you've then got the Vidariats they're the form flexible superior protected skilled bow um they can sure get them in the right position and they can just shoot my army to bits basically which A is six of do. skilled bow who are cavalry yeah. mm. um Turkopole, who are the um, sons of Turks, the average unprotected experienced bow spear. Um, Varangians, um, a unit of six, uh, drilled close, uh, superior protected two-handed cut and crush. So like my troops, but better. Um, then you've got the Contortori, the which is the spearmen, average protected short spear shield wall. Um, the um, Toxatoi, who are the loose, average, unprotected, experienced bow. They just sat at the back and didn't do anything. And finally, a unit of Mancaans, They're the loose, superior, protect, devastating charges. Um, the game turned into um, both, both our left flanks were wheeling round to try and hit the opponent's centre. The problem was my wheeling troops were my English ally um so they were tribal and formed infantry whereas Ian's swinging troops were the Vidariats and the and the Cavalarioi, who are cavalry um and quite willing to either shoot my army to uh um, oblivion or charge in my army um i have to say um cracking game did you get um, a little bit lucky in this game, by any chance? I was ex- well. I I think I was extremely fortunate because Ian was definitely flagging um, right. by by the end. By the end, um, he was struggling to work out um, how cavalry actually charged. Um, oh,
1: right. Okay.
2: Which, uh, it, yeah. He, he he got himself in. Um, yeah. I I mean I I. The only thing I can say to my credit was I kept pushing to camp with my infantry and uh, it paid off because I actually camped and sacked. And it was actually the sacking eventually won me the game. I think if credit to Ian, if he had been slightly less tired, I think he thoroughly, he, I mean, he should. have. Um, day Richard,
0: day. you did well together. I'm looking at the matchups here and the listeners can, can see this on on the blog, you know, the two lists you did well to get a victory out of that
2: i um yeah i mean i it's in answer to next question it's not an army i'd probably use again Um, (laughs) the question hasn't even asked you yet um it it's it it's good against the right matchup i'm struggling to figure out what the right matchup is um i mean it's it's got no skirmishers to shoot back it's vulnerable to shooty armies it's got no mounted troops um, if you're in a valley with secure flanks on both sides and your opponent's got to come at you frontally then it's probably the perfect army for because it's just got the solid numbers of fight yeah. but in I'm any not... other circumstances struggle i'm sure it's, is, it's, Nick... because it's yeah. going to be easy
0: Nick is licking his lips, I should imagine, thinking what, what shooty Army would do against that. Um I, I have to confess, if I
1: was if, if I'd have played Richard in that last round, I I wouldn't have been massively overawed by the army. No. Quick quick question it, Richard, do the, the English Thanes have to be shorts? So they, they don't sort of get a huskar two handed cut and crush option, or was that something you
2: chose? No, uh they don't. Uh, they they um it's because they aren't proper Vikings, so they're ordained, so they're, they're more the Anglo-Saxon type from Lothian, the Scottish Saxons.
0: Ah, okay, right. That makes sense.
1: Something I would know. You <laughs> stretch. Dark Age infantry armies. Yeah, I, uh,
2: I, was, I was basically wanting something that didn't take any thought. Um, <laughs> and this army doesn't take a lot of thought. It's um, it, it's, it's vulnerable. I, th- I think actually looking back on it, I'd have been better off if I deployed... The Other way around with the English Alloy on the right instead of on the left, um, because at least the skilled shooters would have been shooting at white S's instead of greens. Um, by the way, um, if yeah, three green dice can do um, a skull, a skull, and a wound, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you don't have much of a unit left.
1: left. Uh, that will ruin anybody's day, really, won't it?
2: Yeah, well, I, th- I think. Th- um, they, it certainly happened the once, and I've got a horrible feeling that it, it may have happened twice. But my my memory of that third game was getting a bit hazy. God, is that, yes, the th- the one the thing is, you know, he could
0: choose the Contaratoi, you know, the no, not them actually, the the right? So form flexible, average protect, unprotected, experience by a short spear, put them as a as a tug put them in front of your one of what the foot
2: that he doesn't want to move and they're not moving they're hardly moving um well i they they um ian did use those to hold off my um english ally yeah they were the, they were the unit that he was standing in front of the camp um and it, it it was basically the numbers of infantry i had i think overawed him and he chose to run away with the cavalry uh where in I think he'd have been better off fighting and then breaking off. Yeah. Just stop. Um, but um yeah, I mean that by by that stage of the evening, quite frankly, I think all our brain still cells would be fro.
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 easy to forget that three rounds in the heat with three different armies, three different periods, three different opponents. is actually quite a taxing
2: format. Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's not for the faint hearted and no. Ian doesn't play um, competitions as regular as, as we had it, it was it was hard cool so not an army you'd take again and uh you
0: you 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 the lovely ian possibly should have won the game uh, yeah he, he deserved to win the game too.
1: so we
0: could, we could you know he, he
1: he could have won my game against him yes. so you know he i think it's unfortunate to have two games in a row that you uh that you could win and don't win through no fault of your own yeah um, right
0: so moving on to nick in your round three matchup
1: okay well um unlike round two round three was a, was a, a for me a cornucopia of armies i could have used <laughs> and had, had many options that i like uh you know being the this sort of christian expansion christian militarism throws up a lot of the uh the araby type armies i like with a good number of horse archers which obviously i like um, in the end, I went for an Ilkhanid army. Um, fits fits the mould, but this is one I painted up um, during one of the periods of lockdown last year. So this this army, it was more or less a club. I'm going to use, yeah, because I've painted who um, I, I do quite like the look of the army. <laughs> so you know, it's a it was a way to get a Mongol army. So, but that was that was the majority of the uh, the rationale, and I had I'd used it once against you, Ray, um, against. Yeah, I- Probably you haven't. use crusader and i think the account of that is on the blog
0: ah yes my unbeatable crusader list and you beat it
1: that's the one <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 so that that run out gave me confidence to so anyway the composition of the army is um, it's another one that has a mobile camp so the the mobile camp model got used again um, in fact i think i painted it up for this army and it sort of did service in the Khazar. Anyway. I've got a competent professional CNC, a competent professional subby, a mediocre professional subby, and then a talented, instinctive ally general. And the ally is from the Armenian kingdom of Cilicia. Uh, uh, that, that, and this is rock on s- solid historical. Um, although the Armenians were Christians, they they proved to be quite loyal allies of the Ilkhanids, mm. uh, both before and after the Ilkhanids became Muslims. Um, and they they provided useful an effective contingent to their armies on many occasions and obviously it provides different troop types into what is basically a horse art so the army itself consists of a six base unit of the khan's best cavalry drilled loose superior protected skilled bow short spear melee expert um, a unit of best equipped cavalry who are formed loose average protected skilled bow short spear three units of just ordinary mongol cavalry two two sixes and a four of formed flexible average unprotected skilled bow short spear and a full base unit of Turkoman's formed flexible average protected experienced bow that's the horse archer component of the-
0: can i just say life intervenes sometimes halfway through the podcast my daughter rings to say can you pick me up at nine o'clock at the station <laughs> <laughs> right okay we'll keep moving then keep moving yeah so
1: so that's that six six tugs of horse archers um, with eight cards to command them. The Allied Contingent is made up of a unit of Armenian Noble Cavalry, formed loose, superior protected, charging lancer, devastating. A unit of Frankish Knights and Sergeants, um, six bases in total, half of them are formed loose, average, fully armoured, charging lancer, devastating charge and melee expert. The other half being Sergeants are only protected and don't have. um, A unit of Spearmen, they're compulsory. Tribal close, poor protected, short spear. I'm fairly sure they're downgraded. Yeah. And a compulsory unit of skirmishing archers. Average unprotected, experienced bow, combat shy. And there are nine. Um, Not downgraded those, quite deliberately. I think they're a really useful little addition to just giving you a few few more shooters. Yeah, three uh, shots, three shots. So, you know, you've got, what is it? um, 24, 28 bases of skilled shooters in this (laughs) army. Then nine of the skirmishes and four of the Turkumens. Um I mean, the Turkmens are there as a bit of a budget, but it gets to nine tugs and once We end up with PBS of eight cards and a scouting five. It's pretty good. That's got a good chance of outscouting.
0: Is this exactly the army you used against my later Crusaders? Yes, I use it against the Crusaders and decided... Uh, no actually, wonder you won. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> absolutely
1: no, no need to change this, yeah. In fact, I, I have not made any alterations to this list since I drew it up brilliant I drew this up bought the figures painted it and it stayed the same ever since so you know I, I, I'm, in, so in that respect I feel quite smug really pleased about it yeah, you should um you know it's, it's the one thing about Mongol armies they tend to be a bit on the small side because you know skilled bow is a is pretty expensive um and quite rightly so <laughs> 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 you know and if you, can, you know, if you've got 28 bases of them you know that could that could be 14 base frontage you know that could pour out an awful lot of shooting you know even if you're shooting superiors on the the whites with the s counting as wounds you know that's a wound every other base every other shot
2: you're, you're, if you're shooting 14 green dice a turn that's doing nine or ten wounds on average turn it's good yeah so yeah so you know the, the
1: there's nothing being clever about how you use it you know the the get as many of those skilled shooters shooting at things as possible the armenians provide a proper combat threat that can, that can fight um really useful for you know charging in after some shooting and the the khan's best cavalry the superior protected skill bow short spear melee expert are, are, are pretty competent themselves at fighting with, with all the advantages of being able to skirmish as well so you know it's got a few more tools than you might think up front. I'd say it's one of those where the synchronicity of the different unit types just works. As I said, yeah, that, that unit of nine skirmish base foot archers are in fact really, really useful. Yeah. I think it's one of those things people quite often overlook skirmishes, but as yeah, so. transpired in the game I had with this army, they can be very useful. Um, I got Drew Pete Cross, who had an Almoravid army, um, our friends from, from North Africa, um, as Ray used in his, as you'll find out, in his third round as well. Um, so infantry spearmen backed up with some some cavalry. Um, you know, the inf- they've got uh, un- he had a unit of Christian knights, who are superior charging lance and melee experts. So, you know, they're quite similar to the Armenians. A unit of Guz mercenaries, who are similar to my Turkmen, identical, unit of six. A unit of six, camelry. These are tribal loose, average protected short spear Devastating charger and melee experts, being camels, they get an extra claim against cavalry in charge charger They're quite interesting. A couple of units of the superior long spear, Lamb with integral shooters. A couple of units of Berber spearmen, who are just average protected short spear, shield wall, integral shooters. Um, two units of eight of the black swordsmen, who are lo- tribal loose, unskilled javelin, short spear. So they're quite bulk. And a unit of experienced bow, average, unprotected archer. And two units of skirmishing Berber cavalry javelins with Cantabri. Um, I think it's fair to say Pete didn't like this match Um, I think he'd been from what he was saying, he'd been expecting to play more, more something with more charging cavalry, a more knight-based army, and, and I don't think he really considered how to use this army. And I think I think it showed, and, and, and unfortunately, I think it, it led to the fact he didn't really enjoy the game and i think that probably coupled with third game very warm getting a bit tired all those things so it was a bit unfortunate in that respect. um oh, we, we played in the plains i defended it was mostly open there was a a big hill in the middle um but not, not much and some rough going on one flank but nothing much really for you know pete couldn't anchor his army for it on one flank sort of thing so he ended up deploying more or less in the center of the table and certainly on one wing of mine um, I had something like 15. He had something like 10, 15 base widths between the end of his line and the table edge, and on that side, I deployed 18 bases of skilled shooters. <laughs>
2: now, I, I have a lot of sympathy for Pete because yeah, yeah. it's is, a lot, a lot of things stacked against him in this that game. That is a horrible situation to be in, and I, there's the problem is there's pretty much nothing you can really do that's going to work. It's, um, yeah, I, I personally felt he
1: was—he—he he didn't push forward as much as he could. But certainly on that wing, it, that wing was it, that was a matter of time. And it, it, on the other wing is where he had his Lamtooner and the Christian Cavalry and, and the skirmishing light horse. So sort of ways, his right wing was his, hold on as long as you can, chaps. We'll see if we can win on the other flank. And Unfortunately, it didn't quite transpire that, that way. Um, he ended up having to cover the end of his... infantry line with the camels and the the guz and I got to when I shot at the guz for the first time I got six six bases shooting at him and he he was he was in tug formation and unprotected so that that was six yellow dice shooting at him Uh, and then just to you know insult to injury I then rolled three skulls and a wound so so his unit Literally disintegrated in one move.
2: Yeah, it's where the lack of any skirmishing infantry in his arm um, really causes to suffer, because it, it, there's no defence to that. Body I, yeah, I, I have to say
1: my, shoot, my shooting role pretty well, pretty hot all game. I mean, for for example, I you know, mentioned those nine skirmishing bases. Well, they, they went to shoot up one of his units, Superior tuna and their first shot with three white dice was three wounds. You know, and that, that sort of set the tone for the game and, and basically he he was shot down you know he, he was forced to bring his, his loose formation infantry short spear infantry into the open which just attracted the armenian cavalry
2: yeah it's it's, it's his army is not a bad army but it's he it can't cope with a powerful shooting opponent uh yet. no
1: i th- he also he hadn't chosen to take the black guard and i think that would have helped against him another really tough unit of infantry but you know you you, you pay your points you play your chances yeah. he designed his army a particular way but he came up against an army it wasn't really suitable, and that army was also rolling very well on its shooting so it was a it was it was an unfortunate end of the day for pete i, I, I
0: felt for him um right so shall we move on i think we should <laughs> um so as as Nick uh, I had the same army in round three, and uh, so my army, uh, sorry, the same, chosen from the same PDF, but mine was slightly different. Um, I uh, had two units of the Berber spearmen, they're, they're compulsory, two eights. I had the black guard, so these are infantry drilled close, exceptional protected short spear shield wall. Um, I had two units of Lantuma spearmen, infantry uh, drilled close, superior protected long spear. Uh, in eight, um, I had the, I had some Christian crossbowmen, um, which I think are very helpful, and uh, then I had Christian knights, cavalry, and the Guz mercenaries. I think you need all three of those. You, um, I had a conversation afterwards with someone who plays um, plays online a bit more, and I said, you know, when you've played a few games with this army. You know then you can talk about the composition of it. Uh, I had the two units of Berber cavalry with experienced javelin Cantabrian um, and I had a, uh, I had Berber javelin skirmisher to put in front of something particularly the black guard so they don't get shot up on the way in and cause havoc um, or, or, or somewhere else. Um, so I was fighting uh, it was certainly an easier opponent than, than Pete was facing uh, in terms of the army uh, um, I was fighting Aid, uh, who had uh, played Nick earlier in the day, and he had an early crown of Aragon army, which I thought was actually quite a nice army. But it turns out, uh, well, anyway, I'll tell you what's in it. So he's got loads of knights <laughs> and a morguard, so he's got a combination of really good knights. Some of them were tribal, which obviously has a has a you know it makes them situational, and three units of a mulgavar. so some crossbowmen, some skirmishers. So so actually. Um, and, it, you know, on paper, you know, that's a good army. And um, I I absolutely came. He just brought his whole night nightly charge. So, you know, typical Christians charging with his knights all lined up. And I thought, well, if that hits as one, I'm in real trouble. So I better start pulling it apart. And he let me, I think he let me too easily send things out to the flank to draw so one of his knights had to go off and you know they eventually died and then he, i on the other side of the line i managed to push forward one of the berber spearmen and they're only they're you know average protective short spear shield or integral shooter but they just dodge and they'll stop they stopped a the four of his knights because his his military order knights were in fours so then he came forward with with two uh knightly units and i've got I've got around where he came in, I had more stuff, so I was able to with some lucky dice, you know the dice gods favored me in this game um I was able to break up his knights and then his amorgavars, which I think are his strike force actually typically um you know i I out deployed him and I got my um now you could say he took my spear out of the game, but you know, I don't want those Amalgavars coming down, smacking into me anywhere I don't want them. And he his Amalgavars were facing my superior spear and he, he wouldn't he wouldn't come anywhere near me. So that gave my, in theory, that gave my Blackguard free reign. My Blackguard complete, my Blackguard charged in, eight Blackguard charged in facing six of his average protected short spear dudes and almost lost. So, you know... Uh anyway so but it was a, i think it was 15 nil to me i can't i don't know what the score uh, unfortunately i was able to pick him apart and beat him in bits rather than i'm sure he would have loved his night to um charge in all as one in a big line and do me horribleness but it didn't happen and if it had happened if i'd have let that happen it would, it would have been horrible but i and i think he probably was sitting there scratching his head thinking how did i lose that game 15-0 is the truth uh, he's a good player and on paper i thought his army looked quite brutal actually but you know there's always a way there's always a move and uh so so i'm actually more i'm more bullish about the Amoravid, Almoravid. al moravid than I was before I'd used this. I've had this army, Nick, haven't I, for like three years nearly, never actually used it in anger, and uh, I loved it. I loved using it, and it looks beautiful. It's beautifully painted. Yeah, it's it's one painted for you by By Zach in Spain, Spain, yeah. Very nice army. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yes, I played. I played you with, it, haven't I? We we had a cracking game. We cracking game. But that was my crazy. It it. The army doesn't isn't quite as stupid as it was when I played you. Um. So uh, yeah. So I I like Almoravid, and I you know here you go. I'm thinking that this is certainly on the shortlist to go to uh, to the world championships or whatever it's called. Mexico. All right. Was, oh, uh, El- that good. Yeah, that's it's on the shortlist. It's got. It's made the shortlist. Um. Yeah, I, I think I, I think. So. It's competent. To, you know, I've, I've got figures to do it myself. Yeah.
1: You know, I painted up some figures for
0: Lantuna. And notice I chose to have no loose. Well, I've got the Christian crossbowman, but if I'm using the Christian crossbowman, how do you say it? Can I even say the word? If I'm using the Christian crossbowman to hold a piece of terrain, I'm probably in trouble. I've got no loose troops. Don't, I'm, I've gone all Sid on that. Don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I, I'm the same. I think lists I've come up with are Moravid. Are pretty similar to this one
0: yeah i think those um those the troops that so um pete had two eights of i can't remember what they're called the the loose uh javelin armed and they flattered to deceive they're no good they just die. yeah i, I I'd, I'd agree i you know and yeah. I, I can see why a somebody who hasn't used Almoravid very often puts him in the army i'm not saying he's wrong in doing that but just just if you've if you've used similar troop types, they they just never if they're in the open and they get caught, they just dog meat and they die, and they don't do the job you need them to do in terrain. Yes, if somebody's if somebody's got good terrain troops, they're just going to kill you. So yeah, yeah. so so I, I actually think this is this is a nice and obviously um, Cantabrian uh, the the one the one funny was he Mike Guz mercenaries. He had a, a unit identical but had short spear or something like that. Uh, or one of my—I can't remember—it was something. One of my Berber cavalry, and we just stood there and shot each other to death. But I killed him <laughs> quicker than me, so he didn't even have the satisfaction of killing one of my skirmishers. Oh no! And, and he should have charged me. I mean, I'm combat shy, and he's—he's he's not, and he's got—he's got, a, he's got a, 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 ja- um, a short spear. So right. you know, at the end of the day, I think a lot of us were feeling um, feeling a little bit jaded by that, and I think he he missed a couple of tricks, but he didn't. I'm not saying he made mistakes. I just think, I don't know. I don't think I would ever would have put the Knights all in one big long line. Uh, I can see why it's tempting to do it, but I don't think that's the way to use in that army. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I did sir. So drawing to a close chaps, because you've heard the, the listeners have heard my phone call from my daughter. <laughs> pick me up dad. Um, uh, so drawing to a close. So uh, Sid won the tournament. He, got 45 points which is max points So he won all three of his games and then nick i believe you got how many points 46. i got 36 36. Sorry, 36 46. 36 36 richard you got 35 is that correct yeah. and i got 34 so i think we were all and we were second third equal and fourth or whatever however you want to say it and we- so I, I think we proved ourselves to be competent, competent generals. Don't you think, or or do you think we might be talented? I don't know. I think I, think
2: well, I, I would just say lucky. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I'm I'm going to claim talented
1: because I, I I oh okay I, I I finished second, but you know it's Sid won all three of his games. You can't do better than that. Yeah, you can't. So you know, it's uh, I think I think what what, what I mean ultimately uh, anyway, I don't People always say this sort of thing, but I think it's absolutely true. Yeah, the main thing was, you know, we had 10 people there who all had a good time. It was the first sort of, if you like, anything close to a proper competition for ages. and Well, since since March last year that any of us have been. Um, it was just great to see some people I haven't seen for a while. Great to play people. I haven't played aid for in three years you know so it it was just really good I loved I think the format was great I said uh, we said right at the beginning just a bit different with the drawer on there I think it was just brilliant and the fact that the weather was great you know it was sitting in your back garden and I think we we can't we can't end without saying a big thank you to Mina your wife (laughs) Ray not only for putting up with you (laughs) but for basically allowing 10 middle-aged kids to play with toy soldiers in her back garden and and, and and dear listener, when he said there was bacon butties in the morning, Mina, Mina did most of that. And and actually, for, to both Ray and Mina, they put on lunch for us. You know, there were drinks and, and the, the donuts already mentioned available. You know, it just made it a really nice social day. And, you know, the games were great. Everybody was great. You know, OK, you know. It was for instance, it was unfortunate the last game against Pete I had. He just didn't enjoy it. But I think the rest of the week, the rest of the day was good. And yes. he, still, he still had a smile on his face at the end. So, <laughs> you know, it, it was just fantastic. And I cannot wait for Armageddon. Oh, I right. know. And I did just fingers crossed that should it be necessary to delay the final relaxation or the, or the next stage of the relaxation, that isn't affected. We can stand a three week delay, I think before it affects armageddon right but you know but obviously government have to do what's right
0: yeah yeah and
1: but really i i am thinking about what army to use in fact cool. i'm fairly sure i know what it is and i'm painting some figures for it so yeah
0: i, I i've got it down to a short list of 10 <laughs> so, so um <laughs> going on 15 for our listeners i hope this is i hope this uh, chat about Uh, you know, the lists we took and what we fought and how things went um, was useful. And I hope when you go on Nick's blog, you'll see all the, I mean, to give you 30 lists that have been used in a tournament. Um, And I think, chaps, what we will do is, um, I think we'll do one of these type episodes after each time, you know, we always go to the same tournament. So we'll do one of these after each of the tournaments. It seems silly not to. And at the next tournament, Armageddon, Obviously, one of us is going to win it, but if we don't if we don't we'll uh we'll have the winner uh uh to be interviewed and, and interrogated and uh find out how he did it yeah, so we'll book Sid now shall we no no way. <laughs> no way it's not going to happen i'm having him i'm i yeah, no he's he's i'm i'm going for therapy <laughs> and, um i will be i will be on top form by the time i play him next so uh thank you gentlemen, as always. Thank you for I hope you yeah. enjoyed it all the all the next work really hard to get all the um all the uh information up on the blog and uh till next time, thank you very much guys cheers thank you.